0: hello and welcome back to the agreeable gray area podcast i am your host L, and thank you so much for joining me right now it is sunday august 14th 2022 it's like a little after 9 p.m um i am feeling pretty good the topic I do want to talk about is something that's not so good not the worst thing but you know like it's it's more so something you just have to be mindful of um pretty much like protecting I'm sure you've heard people say like oh protect your peace or you know protect your energy or you know be mindful of that um What's funny is like one of my friends, he just made a podcast about protecting your peace, but it's been something that I've had written down. Like I have a list of podcast ideas and it's just something that I've been thinking about for a while. So yeah, like I know that may sound kind of vague or, or it might sound kind of, in a way, selfish, you know, protecting your peace or or how people seem to be doing it it may come off as, yeah, like selfish or inconsiderate, especially of others. And honestly, that's their business because you really do have to check in on yourself especially when nobody else is you really have to check in on yourself and you know just be aware of when somebody is just stealing your your good vibes you know like your happiness your energy when somebody's just kind of yeah like and the su- and like the sucky part about it is is that you don't really realize it until I don't want to say until it's too late, but until, until way later, at least for me, this is how it's been happening with me. Whenever I do meet people who are, um, you know, like energy destroyers, <laughs> uh, like anti-peace people getting, but, um, and I, and I guess it's just, you know, it, I get better with age, you know, trying to figure out, or just realizing rather when somebody is not happy or just like not, not as cool as I thought they were. <laughs> I'll, I'll be straight up honest with that. Like. You think you meet someone and they're, you know, like they're cool and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, like they're just being an asshole. And you leave the conversation, you leave, you know, hanging out with them or if you're like texting them or or whatever, you don't feel like you really got anything out of it. You feel like you've kind of lost things out of it not like win or lose but like it, it i don't know just something just kind of gets drained out of you like you feel exhausted you feel incomplete uh like not fulfilled rather yeah not like incomplete but like you don't you don't feel fulfilled we've all had really awesome like uh conversations we've all had really great awesome conversations with people You know, you leave the conversation. You're like, wow, I feel like I could just take on the world. I feel like I could do anything. I can climb a mountain. I could, you know, start this project. I can start this podcast. I could, you know, draw the next uh, Sistine Chapel, (laughs) whatever. And then you have these conversations and, like, you leave feeling like a little like a little bruised, like a little like hurt. You feel drained. You feel like you just did a workout while, you know, hung over. <laughs> like it's, it's like you, you don't feel like you've gotten anything out of it, but you, you don't really realize it's the person. Some like, sometimes you might think, oh, this was just a tough conversation. And then when you have a similar conversation with somebody else, it's not as draining. You have the same conversation. You actually laugh. You actually, you know, nod and agree. You may disagree. However, you're not, you don't feel like this person is trying to talk over you or try to like put words in your mouth. You don't feel like this person is trying to confuse you. You don't feel like this person is trying to prove themselves or make themselves or trying to come off like they're better than you or something or like you know like any any of those things where you just feel like something was just gravely missing <laughs> and you can't really put your finger on it because there are so many people like that there are so many people who are just so shitty at conversation, who are, who are just so shitty at being able to express themselves that it, it, it sort of just becomes the norm. Um, I've been told this several times from like several different people that I'm like a great listener, that I don't listen to respond. I listen to understand uh, and I take great pride in that. I'm, I'm very uh, grateful for the skill, I guess you can call it. I guess uh, Yeah, I guess listening is a skill. Because like, listening isn't just nodding along or staring at p- the person in the eyes while they're talking or just going, uh-huh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Or just like repeating the last couple of words that they said. They're like, oh, yeah, so my son went fishing. Oh, he went fishing. Right. And, you know, he wasn't able to catch anything. Oh, he didn't catch anything like that. You're not really listening. You're just repeating the last couple of words that, you know, the person is saying. But we are, you know, people I feel are just really bad at, at listening, especially listening with the intent to understand that they just don't really know how to communicate Because listening is part of communication, you know, it's it's the other half of it. Being able to talk and express yourself is one half of communication and the other person who's like listening and being receptive and trying to understand, you know, asking questions to clarify certain things that they, you know, may not quite understand about what you just said, um bringing certain things that you set up later and you know like say like oh you know I remember you said that you really like cows I found this really funny meme about cows or something or you know when some or like when someone may say something and like you thought you understood it and you say and you're then you were then you bring it up later you say something and they they're like oh no I didn't really mean it that way this is how I meant it and they are like, oh, okay. Because, you know, when you're talking in the moment, you may not be able to e- explain or convey things in a way that's easy. Not necessarily easy to understand, but it may not have gotten through to the other person who who is listening. So that's usually the signs of a good listener. And, you know, and I feel as though people desperately fucking need someone to talk to so when they meet someone who is a who's a great listener who actually genuinely listens they jump on that and take so much advantage of that that they forget that the person that is that they're talking to is a whole ass person like a, like a whole entire purse, you know, like they, they pay taxes and everything, you know, like they, they have a W-2, they go to work, they have hobbies, they have problems, you know, that they would like to talk to people about. But when, you know, when people are just like really are soul suckers or energy depleters, they sort of forget that. I guess I I maybe I'm being too nice. Maybe they don't forget and they really just don't give a shit. I don't know. <laughs> but um they tend to skip over your feelings. They 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 tend to skip over the fact that you're a person. I'm not saying that this doesn't happen to men. It definitely does. It happens to, you know, everybody. This definitely happens to women more so. The amount of conversations I've had with women, especially when they go on dates with men, and the man is just talking about themselves the entire date. I've been on countless dates like that, countless. And I barely say anything, or I may get like seven words in, and then they interrupt me, then continue talking for three, four minutes. And it's just really fucking exhausting because I feel like I'm battling him to just converse while this is just how he talks so he's in his zone and I'm like I need to get out of this fucking zone of this way of communicating because it sucks ass and then the next day he texts me saying oh my goodness I had such a great conversation with you you're such a great listener I feel like I could talk to you all day and it's like well yeah you can I mean, you could you might as well just talk to a fucking wall all day. I don't know why I'm even here. Like, I don't think you realized that I had things to say, and considering from this follow up text, it doesn't seem like you even care about what I had to say. (laughs) You're just still thinking about yourself and how great of a listener I was, or how great of a how great of a conversation it was, even though it wasn't. Anywho, so. I believe that a lot of people are so are so desperate for um, just people to communicate with, because a lot of people just aren't listening anymore, and they need to they need to emote, they need to they need to verbalize what they need to do, or like how they're feeling rather. You know, they need to talk about their life, what's going on, you know, et cetera, and so forth. Like, we are um, social beings. We're, you know, we're social creatures, so we need to socialize. But I don't know if it's social media. This sudden rise in narcissism, I feel like, is occurring because of social media. I don't know if it's because of... I, I I don't know. I don't. I can't pinpoint exactly why everybody needs to talk and nobody is listening. <laughs> but yeah, but like that's that's usually like my issue. Where when I tend to meet people, you know, no matter the gender, who just love to talk, 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 and I never really get anything where I that I need to to say out. And to me, that's someone who, you know, like definitely sucks in energy, who, you know, de- well, yeah, like, you know, they absorb your energy and and then therefore your, your energy depletes. It's not always the fact that they talk a lot that, you know, sucks out your energy. I understand that this may be like a form of if you're introverted or whatever, it's all—it's more so what they talk about or how they talk. Um, you know the saying, misery loves company? That is very true. And a lot of people don't know that they are miserable. A lot of people don't really realize just how negative they themselves are. You know, um, I am... Um, uh, what's they call like uh like a high functioning depression, like a high functioning depressive person. All right, or right. I suffer from high functioning depression. I don't know how to word it. But when I think back, because you know I've been working on it. You know, I see a therapist. I work out. I eat better. I try to go out more and socialize with people and just try to do things that actually make me happy and, you know, like watch funny shows, play video games because depression kind of takes away the things that you love and enjoy like bit by bit. So when I look back on myself and how I used to talk and how I used to think and like the things I would say, I realized just how negative it was. And at the time, of course, I didn't really realize that I didn't really realize I thought so lowly of myself. Like I knew I wasn't thinking the most positive of myself, but I I, th- I didn't know how low I was. I was, you know, like my mom was like, I'm thinking about back in 2019 when I um started this job and it's, you know, like a, like a great job. And I was very intimidated to start it, but I needed to because my mom had just moved in with me and I need, and like I was working a contract job and, you know, the contract was about to be over. So it's like, I need like an actual full-time job to support my mom because she needs to save money to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> but, um, so I started this company. Well, not, I didn't start the company. I, I started working at this company and... And, you know, like, I was just very intimidated because it's a a fantastic company, and it still is. And I I remember just being very intimidated, and my mom wasn't the most positive person. At the time, I was 30 pounds heavier than I am now. I was, like, 190. I was, like, getting to 200 pounds. It was, like, kind of crazy. And... My mom would always constantly talk about my looks. I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous episode. My mom mom would always constantly talk about my looks and then I would have to go to work and I felt mad self-conscious because the people I worked with were like around my age and they were all attractive. Like they were all very good looking people and they still are. (laughs) But like, you know, just seeing them every day and me not being like or just i don't know feeling some type of way about how i looked it, you know i started getting really down on myself i started really losing confidence and i would just really say like negative things but it was mainly about myself and i hope i didn't project negativity onto people i really hope i i didn't but i just know that i didn't feel like i i fit in or i didn't feel like i looked the part of being there, even though I for sure had and still have the skill set to do the job, but I felt very intimidated um, I say all this to say that um what one thing I have noticed is how people talk to to me or to you know to one another. It always seems like people overall are just like a little bit negative. I don't know if it's just the culture of South Florida or. You know, the people the people here can be kind of shallow, so it could just be like an overarching um what's it called? Like a personality or a culture of, of some kind. I don't know. It could be the heat. But I notice like people really talk negatively to one another. And and I, as I said uh earlier, like we always hear the her always hear misery loves company. I think there's a I feel like misery is a gang and they that and like miserable people will literally jump you into this gang of misery to join. If you're familiar with um how people join gangs, like usually like the people in the gang will jump somebody like a like a like a prospect, like a like someone who's like if you're familiar with like fraternities and sororities where somebody's like quote unquote rushing to join the sorority and like they would do like the um the hazing and all that that's sort of the same thing with gangs you know so like they would like all the gang members would like beat somebody up who's like a prospect to join the gang and then you know now they're in the gang so like miserable people don't really know that they're in like that there are the people who haze other people to try to join this this misery gang and so they end up just really talking negatively to you and and it's it's sort of odd where how people can just sort of people that you're not even like that close to you might know you may have just known them for like a year um may have hung out a few times and they will just sort of talk to you any which way and you know you start to like really think about and really weigh in if, like if this if this friendship is even worth it if this relationship is even worth it um but they may not they like they may not be like the 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 view the version of negative that you're familiar with it, like it they may come in different ways like like miserable people negative people the way that energy can people can like deplete your energy can come in can come in different ways, you know, like it, but it always feels the same. You always feel hella fucking depleted. You feel drained. You feel lesser than you. You don't feel like you've gained anything. And it's actually possible to live a life where every interaction you have with people, you don't feel that way it's possible to live a life where you feel every interaction you have with somebody is a positive, uplifting one, is a good one, is a non-judgmental one, is, you know, a one that doesn't make you feel depleted. Like just a, you can have interactions with people where you're just always, it's always good. It's always on a always ends on a good note it's always positive so it's always surprising when I meet somebody or I or like I start to realize like a downshift in a friend and like I start to feel this way where my energy is getting sucked out of me where my peace is getting is you know getting blown into pieces. It, it where I I just come out of the conversations like not gaining anything it's like oh I really just hung out with this person and I didn't even laugh I didn't even like really crack a smile and it's not even like we were talking about something uber serious you know like we could just be talking about work and granted yes work can be stressful you know especially the um the occupation, you know, like if that person's like a nurse or like a teacher or like a police officer or, or just even like a manager at a Wendy's or, you know, like a Starbucks worker because they've been, you know, trying to create unions and shit's been going down. But so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be more Starbucks unions just unions in general, like, especially like Amazon. I believe, like, they, they definitely need those. And, I get, you know, you can have those conversations about work and it could be stressful. But, like, if you can't, I don't know, like, make a joke, be funny, laugh about something at all, and if you start to, like, judge the other person, judge the person who's listening to you, start to belittle them or demean them or talk condescendingly or just, you know, talk negatively. If you like kind of expect them to do things for you or, or like if they expect you to do things for them rather, um, or just, yeah, you don't need that you don't need that like you I recommend just either cutting them off. I'm I'm bad about that like not bad about cutting people off. I'm just bad at the fact that I do just cut people off. <laughs> like I I could just, you know, like if if you're not if you're not giving me anything then I don't think this is a like this relationship, friendship whatever is just pointless if if i never come out of interactions with you in a positive note it's pointless you don't have to waste your time doing that like you like you really don't when it comes to every, any sort of relationship you should have people who are uplifting you who are making you happy and and be mindful of that because it can it's not that you both hate the same person at work and you like to make fun of the same person at work that's a that's like a different kind of joy <laughs> I, I say skeptically you know that's a certain type of upliftingness a, a certain like a different kind of friendship but it has nothing to do with you or your hobbies or your interests or your pursuits your personal interests your personal pursuits that have nothing to do with another person so if you were to go up to that friend who you like to make fun of that co-worker about or something and you go up to your friend your friend at work and say hey bestie you know I'm thinking about taking singing classes singing you know doing singing lessons and if they're not being supportive then that's not your friend if they start kind of talking like condescendingly like <laughs> you if they if they're not like you know trying to be like yeah, it's like oh that's awesome when have you like how long have you been interested in doing that oh, I didn't know you were into that like what kind of music do you like if they're not trying to ask you questions about it or you know uplift you not make you feel like this is a bad idea then that's not your friend <laughs> that person is. Either you're just gonna keep it like that, you know, just strictly talking poorly about that coworker, which is not a great friendship, <laughs> or you kind or you just kind of let that friendship relationship kind of just disperse because you really and truly need positive people in your life you definitely need people who will give you energy who won't try to destroy your peace who won't try to like you know like suck energy out of you and yeah with that said um i hope you all enjoyed listening to this Please let me know what you think. Let me know how people may have disguised their misery. You know, or you know how people may have tried to like knock you down a peg, and you didn't even like really realize that that's what they were trying to do. That's another way of how misery likes to show its ugly head. And yeah definitely let me know. Thank you all so much for listening. You know, this is great. I can see, you know, the amount of people who, you know, have listened, who have, you know, listened to like my episodes, like episode three, the gray area of social media. I gotten seven plays. I think that's fucking awesome. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. Ciao.